And um, you know, a mother, you know, a mother is is real. I said a mother earlier. I said a mother is irreplaceable. But I've had other mothers who have stepped in. Uh, they could not replace my mom being a natural mom, but they stepped in, and I was able to still call them mom. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. so, um, a lot of times in the in the body of Christ, we have what we call a spiritual mom. Mm -hmm. um, spiritual mom is that mother that steps in. And I, spiritual moms are not like it is was when I was growing up. When I was growing up, most of the spiritual moms that we <laughs> we knew, uh, they was a, the uh, the uh, much seen senior season senior season mothers of the church. They some of them, you know, because being raised a majority of Baptists, you know, we had that Baptist club, we had the big hats and. And they, some of them, you know, the dollars and things like that. But the thing is, that mother of the church would be the one that come in and keep you on a straight and narrow. Amen. If you was cutting up in church, that'd be the one that would, they would come over and they would pluck you behind the ear. <laughs> then tell your mom. Then your mom would get you again. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, when I was thinking about them, it says, Mama, I love you. That song says, you know, you're the king, you know, you're the king of my heart. And I... There's another song, I don't know if some of you might remember this, some of you might, this goes a long way back, it's by the intruders <clears throat> back in the 70s, I guess, late 60s or early 70s. And the song was, I always love my mama. Mm -hmm. uh, she's my favorite girl. Mm -hmm. And that song, some of the part of the says, you only get one, you only get one. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I always love my mama. Mm -hmm. You know, she's my favorite girl. And, but you know what, when you think about a mother's love, and uh, uh you know, you, you know, because when I thought when I thought about my mom this morning, I, I got emotion. Uh, normally, I get up and I was trying to get ready to pray with my um, with my wife, and uh, I started, you know, I started tearing up. And my mom, like I said, I lost my mom. You know, my mom went home back in the seventies. So it tells you how a mother loves is, you know, when it, when it's uh, um, excuse. Me. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Now I said I wasn't going to get to right. you. That's <laughs> all right. That's all right. Okay. But this message was so dear to me when, when I got it, like I said, I got it years ago. So, I, you know, and I want to share this with, uh, especially for anybody on the side of my voice and your young people um, who have, who mothers are still with you, cherish your mom. Amen. Cherish Amen. your mom. Amen. You only get one. You only get one. Cherish your mom. You only get one, you know, and telling tell you love her even when she may not understand it, even when she may not receive it, even if you may not, you know what I mean? You had odds and things and stuff. Tell her, tell her. Because even though, let me tell you something about mother's love, they may act one way, but they still love you. Yes, yes. You know what, because I, you know why I can say that? Because we as men don't understand that because we didn't have to go through those nine months of caring that love with Simon. And God bless you, mothers. Amen. God bless you. Amen. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate my mom carrying me. I was a lot smaller then. <laughs> but a mother's love you know, so appreciate your mom. Appreciate your mom. Even to, you know, to the young people who may not understand right now. A mother's love will go beyond your understanding. Yes. It will go beyond anything that you believe in. Um, I've had aunts and I've had uncles. And, I mean, not uncles, I'm sorry. I've had mothers, I mean aunts and, and, and even uh, 
sisters and in-laws who, who, you know, who are mothers. And so a mother doesn't always have to be your natural mother. Mm -hmm. A mother is somebody who will love you no matter what. Amen. Amen. There's a lot of you know families. You get into a marriage and you get blended families. You know where the husband or the uh, has kids and the wife may have kids, yeah. but they only have one mother in that family. Yeah. Yeah. Does anybody hear what I'm saying? Oh yes. Okay, because I want you to hear me today. Because I'm talking about a mother. This is coming from my heart. I'm, 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 I don't. I wrote some notes here, but I asked the Lord to allow me to speak from my heart today. Amen. So Amen. I'm speaking from my heart. This is not scripted. Um, I, like I said, I got a few notes, and I do have a scripture. Um, I got to keep it, you know, my standards always got to give you a Bible verse to talk about that I have for my foundation. Uh, but you know, as I said, a mother's love, a mother's love is, is, is it's, uh, I don't think there's a psychopedia or a dictionary or a book in this world that can explain it. There's only one love that's greater than your mother's love, and that's the love of Jesus Christ. Amen. That's the love of Jesus Christ. Now, I believe that a mother's love is modeled yes. after the love of Jesus Christ. Yes. That makes any sense to anybody. So that should give you a, a somewhat understanding of how much a mother loves you. When you think about the love of Jesus and what he did for each and every one of us, regardless of how much, even for the ones who denied him, who crucified him and stuff like that, he still loved him. He was still willing to go on the cross and give his life. That's a mother's love. Yes. She will give my mom, if I can talk about my mom, and for just a few minutes. My mom was, you know, she was, uh, I can go back and say when we lived in Missouri, you know, um, my uh, brother Ricky kind of can, can remember some of these things, but we lived in a small town back in Missouri, and it was a town named Slade, Missouri. So it was like, you know, kind of projects and kind of thing. And, and you know, in those kind of locations and areas, uh, everybody knows everybody. Mm -hmm. And my mom was well known because she was always, my mom, look here, my mom could make a pot of beans and neck bones, make you slap somebody else's mom. <laughs> 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 and and I, mean, I mean, she could do it, in, you know, you know, back in the days, they, 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 you know, they would take the beans and put them on and, and they let them soak in a couple of hours anyway. But anyway, she would do that just about every weekend. She would feed the whole neighborhood. She would make a big old pot and, and cornbread, you know, the good scratch cornbread and stuff. And and, and every and every Saturday, every just about every Saturday, kids from around the block, families from all over the place, knew that Miss Olivia, that was her name, was going to, you know, I'm ahead of where you gonna head on Miss Olivia. People who was waking up on, on Saturday or, or and, and just been out drinking, you know, we you know, I was one of them. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, so you would go, Miss Olivia was gonna cook some beans and uh and, and everything and stuff like that. And sometimes I'll be wondering, I'm like, Mom, why are you doing this on this Saturday? And you know, and, and you know, and her response was, baby, everybody got to eat. Amen. That was Amen. her response. Now, I didn't understand that. But you know, as you get older, there were some sayings that your mom would say, some of us can probably can relate to this. Um, your mom would say, my mom, <laughs> when we would mess up, uh, she would tell me, she said, boy, she said, I'll knock you, on, knock you out on Monday, wake you up on Friday. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. And I'm like, that's a whole <laughs> lot of knocking out. <laughs> and, so, and then she, then, and then, so, so you know, leave the person, then that, somebody can understand it. <laughs> she tell me, if I do something wrong, she said, boy, I'll slap all the color off of you. 
They mm. get a paintbrush and put it back on it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, see, today that we call abuse. <laughs> You can call me. Today, you tell your kids that that's abuse. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying, you know, but she said it out of love. You know, moms would have a little saying. My mom was very superstitious. Um, she didn't believe uh, when I first got my first car. I had I bought a '62 Chevy uh, Bel Air. It was. Uh, you see, back in the day, they used to have the, the stick ship on the collar. Mm -hmm. I was so proud. I worked after school. I, I mean, I worked hard after high school and stuff. Bought my first car. Uh, I spent about 600 bucks, if I can remember, but I don't know. It was a, it was a brown color. I'll go by, you know, I got my little, because back then they had paper license and stuff, you know. Now, you keep in mind, I'm only 21 years old, so this ain't that long. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, so, as I went by and I went to pick up my mom, I was so proud. And I pulled up in the car, and my mom got in the back seat. She would get in the front seat, she got in the back seat, and she got right behind me. And as I was driving, I could not get over five miles an hour. Every time I got over five pounds an hour, she slapped me in the back of my head to tell me to slow down. <laughs> I'm like, Mom, wait a minute. I had not even got past out of first gear. <laughs> but I couldn't get out, I couldn't get past five miles an hour. So, but anyway, seeing all this, you know, and, and she did that for about, I, I took her around the block and took her off, dropped her off, because <laughs> my head was hurting. <laughs> I couldn't get past 10 miles an hour. But anyway, so I just want to kind of share some things. This is you know, about a mother's love. And um, I'm sure that some of you can, can share, got, you know, got stories you can share about your mother and stuff like that. And, I, and, and, and then I know that, um, you know, there was times when my mother and I, we didn't, we didn't get along. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm serious. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget, this is, this is the time that I'm going to get on into this, but I'm going to kind of share this. Cause this is a, I hope this is a, you know, this is sometimes for us. This is for us who, who uh, in today's time. And I remember, you know, I went through some changes in life, and um, and um, my mother, we, um, I had moved away. I got going. I when I got back in the military and stuff, and and uh, my mother, she used to drink, man. She used to love us some scotch, some cutty starch scotch. She would love her some scotch, and I. Uh, and we got into, make a long story short, we got into a disagreement. And I said some things. Man, I, I said some things that I, you know. See, when I was young, you couldn't say nothing like that, because if you say something like that, mom slap off taste out of your mouth. Oh, yes. You would not be able to taste nothing for a week. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, uh, but I said some things, and then I turned around and I walked out. And so I didn't get a chance, I never, I, because of my pride, because of who, all this thing, I didn't get a chance to go back and say that I'm sorry because the next time I saw her, she was no longer with me. Mm -hmm. And then I, you know, I, and I, the only thing I can say, but it's too late to say something when your mom's already gone. Right. You know, because she can't hear. So when you have something to say to your mom, say it, what, say it whether she receives it or whether <laughs> she, she wants to hear it, say it while she can hear today. Mm -hmm. Give her her flowers mm -hmm. while she can hear and I was not able to say, and I carried that burden around with me for years. For so long that it made me, um, I didn't care about life anymore. And that's how much a mother's love can affect. See, my mom, I was a mama boy. When, it, when my mom, when she lived, she, she made it, she lived through an abusive relationship. My stepfather used to, used to beat her up. Whenever he would beat her, he would, he would want to beat me. And my mom would step in and, and you know, because I'm being honest. I'm, see, I'm an honest open, I like to be transparent. I, 
want you to think just because you're a pastor doesn't mean that you ain't been through nothing. Amen. Like, this Amen. is why I can help other people because of what I've been through in life. Amen. I hope this, hope this is helping somebody. But um, and um, but she was, I was a mama's boy. So long story short, when she um, I was not to say when she they say I said she was she was um, gone home to be with the Lord and I, and it, it affected me so much I I, I went on a uh, um, I didn't care about life I would get into fights all the time um, I was crazy yeah. Yeah. see a lot of people take calmness and smoothness but it's like you, you take a rabbit and you bounce it up in the corner that rabbit gonna come out biting and kicking but I was not like that I was you know I, I wasn't I, I just didn't care. You know, you don't care about life. You don't care Amen. about nothing. Amen. Amen. And I would get into fights and I would get into things and, and all this stuff like that. But God kept me through all of that. He, you know, he kept me in a certain things. But anyway, um, you know, so when it was said and done, I finally got past it. I even got to the point I had to go see a psychiatrist and stuff because I was doing some crazy things. Uh, but I'm seeing all this because I know this is saying, okay, this is getting deep. But I want you to understand how much a mother love is about how much a mother love can affect uh, can affect you one way or the other. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, okay. yes, yes. Okay. For those who understand my voice on our social media family, uh, bear with me. Put a comment in there. Say something in there. Type in a mother's love. I love my mother. Um, so anyway, with that being said, I had to go through, but I made it through. And it took me years. And I, I know some of us have lost a mother. Brother Rick just recently lost his mom. Um, and uh, he's still today, even today. My mom is from the 70s, you know. Um, she's never gone from your heart. No. She's always with you here. Always. She's in your character. She's in your integrity. She's who shaped you to be who you are today. So let me kind of get into this message. Um, again, my title is from A Mother's Love. I just want to say thank you again to all you mothers out here. Um, I appreciate you and I, I respect you. It's not how old you are, because you know, it's that you're a fact that you're a mother. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. You be the best mom that you can be. You be the best mom you can be. Okay. Um, okay. Um, so let me give you my 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 um my um dinner. That did tell you that we're gonna have we're gonna have to skate out the, at the, towards the end of the service. I got one more video on the show, but let me kind of get into my message. And I want to thank you all, all the young uh, people. Here. So if you have your Bible or something, or you don't, or I could just just write it down, whatever. First, I'm I'm gonna be coming from First um, Kings uh, chapter three, sixteen and twenty-seven. And I, I got it. I'm gonna I can read it for you here, and I'm gonna read. It's gonna be from sixteen to twenty-seven because I want you to get the the full gist of, of what I'm talking about. Um, First Kings, third chapter, sixteen to twenty-seven. Um, and basically, a lot of times when you read the scripture, it's always dealing with the wisdom of Solomon, um, Solomon's wisdom. But when I read this, and I read this, and I was sharing this with my wife, I said, I seen something different. You know, this is one thing. When you read the Bible, when every time you open up the Bible, you can read the same scripture over and over. But when you get into a relationship with the Lord, you can read that same scripture and you always be able to get something new from it. Um, 1 Kings, 3rd chapter, 16 to 27. 1 Kings, 3rd chapter, verse 16 to 27. And it's dealing, with, it's dealing again with Solomon's wise judgment. But I'm, I'm going to pull something out of this. 
So, but I want you to kind of, I'm going to read all this, so bear with me, because I, I, need, to, I need to get the full picture of this. <clears throat> I'm need a New King James Version. So it says, Now two women were harlots came to the king and stood before him. One woman said, Oh my Lord, this woman I dwell in the same, and this woman and I dwell in the same house. And I gave birth while she was in the house. Then it happened the third day that I had given birth, that this woman also gave birth, and we were together. No one was with us in the house except two of us in the house. And this woman's son died in the night because she laid on him. So she arose in the middle of the night, took my son from my side, while your maidservant slept. Now, keep in mind, these are two women that are standing before King Solomon, which was David's son. He was considered the wisest man in the Bible. And so this is, a, this is a kind of deep story, so to speak. So he said, um, so she, uh, excuse me, let me go back. And so start at verse 20. So she rose in the middle of the night, of the night, took my son from my side while your maidservant slept and laid him in her bosom and laid her dead child in my bosom. So basically she switched her dead child for the living child. And when I rose in the morning to nurse my son, this is the mother who birthed the, the living son, there was, there he was, dead. And when, I was, and when I had examined him in the morning, indeed he was not my son whom I had born. Let me pause right there. A mother knows their child. Yes, amen. Can I get an amen with amen. that? Amen. Amen. There's no matter what you do, a mother knows her child. Mm -hmm. You can switch all you want to. You can do it, but a mother knows her child. Yes. So that's what she made mistake number one. First of all, no, that's mistake number two. First of all, switch it. No, so verse 22 says, and the other woman said, no, but the living one is my son. That's your mind. And the dead one is your son. This is the woman who took the live son. And the first woman said, no, but the dead one is your son, and the living one is my son. Mm. Come on now, this is about a mother's love. And they spoke before the king. So back in those days, you got to keep, you got to keep the, the scripture in perspective. Now this is during that time. Uh, in that, you know, they were speaking to King Solomon. And so, so in that time when you had an issue, you had to take it before the king. And then Solomon, because one of the things when you go back a couple of chapters before, one of the prayers that Solomon had asked for um, was to give him wisdom in order to judge the people of God, because he was he was a king over kingdom. So he. He was considered the wisest man in the Bible. So the first one said, no, I'm going to go back. It says, and the first one said, no, not the dead one is your son. The living one is my son. And then they spoke before the king. Verse 23. And the king said, the one says, this is my son who lives, and your son is the dead one. And the other says, no, but your son is the dead one, and my son is the living one. And the king said, bring me a sword. Let's get deep. Mm -hmm. So they brought a sword before the king. And the king said, divide the living child into two. Give half to one, half to the other. And the mother, and the, I'm sorry, and the woman whose son was living spoke to the king. For she yearned with compassion for her son. Talking about the mother's love. 
And she said, Oh, my Lord, give her the living child. By no means kill him. But the other said, Let, let him be neither mine nor yours, but divide him. Mm. Come on, I hope somebody gets something out of this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the king answered and said, Give the first woman to the living child, and by no means kill him, for she is his mother. But the Lord bless the hearings and the doers of his word. Did anybody get that when I just read? Did anybody get anything out of that? So I want to kind of go back and focus on that on that on the last couple of scriptures. Let me kind of give a synopsis of what I just read. So the two women, you know, one mother had a live child, she just gave birth, the other one lost her child. So she wanted to switch. So when they so they when they when they was going at it, they had to go before the king and they said, like, look here. It's like going before child services or something like that. I want to get my kid back. Right. right. This is in today's time. Right. So the king, Solomon being wise, see, this is how wisdom is. And what I got from this, see, a lot of times we always preach about, preachers talk about the wisdom of Solomon. Mm -hmm. But what I got out here was a mother's love. Amen. Was a mother's love. Amen. That's what I got from that. Because she was willing to give, to let her child. That's how much she loved her child. Mm -hmm. She said, no, uh-uh, by no means. Divide the child. Amen. Um, give him to let her, let her. Her love, she loved her child so much, she was willing to let her child yeah. live with this woman who stole her baby. Mm -hmm. That's a mother's love, y'all. Yes, yes, yes. That's a mother's yes. love. Yes, yes. Now, here's another, but then the woman that she wanted to give to was like, see, mm -mm. Mm. divide her. Mm -hmm. Now, that makes you wonder what did she do to her child. Amen. Amen. See, there's a difference in the different types of mother's love. There's a difference in the different types of a mother's love. But she said, oh, Lord, give her the living child. By no means kill him. And Solomon, see, this is a bit, now, now, getting to the point where Solomon's wisdom is, he knew that if a mother loves a child, she's not going to want nothing to happen to that Amen. child. She's not going to let nothing happen to that child. Uh, we got another example by Moses and his mother. She was willing to put him in a basket and let him be raised by the Pharaoh in order for, so that he wouldn't get killed. A mother's love goes beyond understanding. Amen. It goes beyond that. And, and you know, so Solomon said, no, give the first one to live a child and by no means kill him, for she is the mother. A mother's love. But I'm thinking about the other mother, too. How can you want to divide a child and give half to the other child? I mean, that's, that's not a mother's love. Mm -mm. So, you know, and, and, and so when we talk about a mother's love, a mother's love goes beyond understanding. It will go beyond the borders of, of, of what you think it should be. Uh, you know, there's many ways I can explain it. Um, a mother's love, she would love you so much. She will protect you. She's always protected. She will protect you. You know, you can get in a fight. Remember, you get in a fight in school, and then all of a sudden, your mom will come up to the school. Back in the days, moms, moms would come up, they'd be in the house shoes, girls still in their hair, they coming up in there, they talking about, who's messing with my baby? <laughs> we can tear up something. That's a mother's love. That's, you know, they come, but you know, a mother's love can only come from experience, too. And sometimes, but then there's also sometimes a mother, just like, a, um, sometimes, I'm, well, we're talking about mothers, I'm not going to get to a minute. But a mother also has to be taught how to love a child, too. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Sometimes generation from generation can get can be passed on. 
If one mother, if one mother's not taught how to love uh, her child, then she's going to teach her mother the same thing that she mm -hmm. learned. But there's some way, some word, some way, somewhere, excuse me, down that generation, somebody says, I'm not going to be like my mother. I'm going to love my children for the love that I didn't give for my mother. I love you, mom, but I'm not going to be like you, mom. Amen. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. Never Amen. stop loving your mom. Mm -hmm. You just don't have to be exactly like your Amen. mom. Amen. Does anybody understand what I'm saying? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. A mother's love is warm, it's thoughtful, it's protective, it's caring, it's willing to sacrifice for her children like this lady did Amen. Uh, in, with Solomon. She's willing to sacrifice her child to be with this woman who didn't care for her. A mother's love is never ending. Even when they say they're done, they're never done. Mm -mm. A mom can get mad at you. She can cuss you out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I heard my mom say some things. I would get to wonder what my name was. Amen. Amen. It wasn't phone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> then she turned around. Then you know, mom can turn around. My mom, when she's coming around, she would get ready to spank me or she whoop me. They say spanking is a corrected term. My mom used to whoop me, <laughs> and she would whoop me, and she would, and you know, and, and what get me was as she whooped you, and she was talking about, I'm only doing this because I love you. I'm like, I don't need no more love like that, Mom. <laughs> That's too much love. I'm getting love every day. <laughs> a mother's love is never ending, even when they say that they're done. They, they love you, just like y'all, the mothers here today. You love your children, even when they do wrong. You get mad at them sometimes. And, and I, I, I pray for you mothers that, especially during this time, when they're not, having, not able to go to school, it takes a strong mother heart. Yes. God bless you, mothers. Amen. <laughs> a mother's love will always be there when nobody else will be there for you. The only love I said earlier that can compare to that is the uh, or can compass that so basically surrounding is the love of our Savior Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. For he loved and he gave his life for you and me. Yes. That we would be safe. A mother's love is modeled after the love of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. The story of the two women is a powerful story of a mother's love for her child. A love that would rather sacrifice letting her child live with someone else being split into, instead of being split into two halves. Mm -hmm. Moses, uh, Moses' mother, as I said earlier, was willing to let her child be raised by the same, very same people that was willing to kill him. But look at God. But God. God and Moses had. Isn't that amazing how God works? God instead, instead of letting that end up using the same people that want to kill him to protect him and, and, and make him become, he had a purpose. Mm -hmm. So we all got a purpose. We all yes. got a purpose. Yes. See, but God had a different plan. And because of a mother's love, that plan was able to come to purpose. Mm -hmm. Hagar, you know, did the same thing, basically, uh, with um, Abraham. Um, she went away because she didn't see her son die. Because, and see, that may not make sense, but that's a mother's love. You, you love your child, you can't see Nothing happened to your child. So I've lost a child before. Uh, and so that's a hard thing. It's something that you never get past if you love your child. Amen. So that's a mother's love. That's a mother's love. And Hagar, so he did the same thing. She went to another area. But God ended up blessing her son too. A mother's love is protective, a possessive affection. A mother's love can be very effective. 
Well, you can do anything, but you touch your mother's child. She said, oh, no, you didn't. Did you just touch my baby? Ooh, stop a car. <laughs> or you, you ride in the back seat and you're doing something. Anybody used to get them back hands? I thought my mom knew karate. <laughs> I thought she was a kung fu expert. <laughs> you don't even see it coming. Because she's going to tell you two times. Don't say it again. Shut your mouth. Next thing you know, and you're looking around, you get mad at your sister because you think your sister's going to hit you. Yeah. <laughs> That's how fast mom was. Bruce Lee didn't have nothing on mom. <laughs> mom was so fast, she hit you twice and you didn't even know it. Amen. You be fighting Amen. each other, talking about, hit me again. <laughs> a mother love typically displays, you know, towards the children throughout your entire life. She'll be there when you're, when you're 70 years old and she's 170. She'll be there for you. Yeah. That's a mother's love. It's a life devotion. Sometimes it means a life sacrifice, a thought, a hope, a feeling. The children grows up healthy and strong, free from evil habits, and able to protect yourself. Mom teaches to, to protect ourselves. Um, mm -hmm. If I can, my mother-in-law, she was um, she would always call me son-in-law, and and she loved singing. She loved singing. Mm -hmm. And, and it was good to see the relationship that she had with uh, with uh, with my wife. Um, you know, a mother love is sometimes we don't always understand the sacrifices that a mother does for her children. Mm -hmm. uh, I knew my mother did some things that she knows she she never know I've done here, but but she did some things in order to keep food on our table. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Uh, I mean, some things that we would think unspeakable. Mm -hmm. So we don't never know the sacrifice that my mother will go and, and put put a meal together, and she ain't eating three days. Yes, but yes. she'd rather sit there and see her children eat Amen. before she eats. Amen. That's a mother's love. Yes, yes. Young mothers, love your children. Do what you can. Don't let nobody tell you anything different. Even if mothers don't want to be loved, love them anyway. That's right. Love them That's anyway. Right. And then lead the rest of God. Amen. 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 Yes. A mother loves so desires and wants her children to grow up to be men and women of God mm -hmm. and have a progressive life missing the pitfalls in life. If a mom tells you something to, to, help, you, to help you to avoid, uh, avoid falling to the same pitfall, listen to it. Listen to it. Sometimes we get up as, as young adults and children, we get up and we think, you know, mom, we don't know. It's hard out here. Excuse me? Yes. Excuse me? Mm -hmm. When's the last time you went out there and got a job to get a meal? Amen. Sometimes we got to remember what a mother does. Now, not, but now I'm talking about mothers, not just like new fathers, but this is about, this is Mother's Day. Amen? Amen. Okay. Ah, mother's love will be there at nights when you have that cough or that sniffle. She rub that Vicks. I used to hate that Vicks. She rub that Vicks on your chest. Now I did love the hot toddies. <laughs> For those who don't know what a hot toddy is, let me let me give you a definition. A hot toddy was a peppermint snob. Some peppermint with a little bit of sugar. We would find a way to get a cold. <laughs> to get some hot toddies. <laughs> 
And then when you get a little bit, you can just joyful. How you feeling? I'm feeling good, mom. <laughs> hey, that's why your boy going to school now. <laughs> but that mix, you rub that mix, and that what was that cast off? Yeah, see, if she knew you, she if she knew she was, if, if she knew you were joking, cast oil would come out. Ooh, then you'd be like, ooh, all of a sudden I feel good, mom. I feel great. I think I go to school. <laughs> and then cast oil was nasty. Put a little sugar in it, still was nasty. Oh, nasty. <laughs> you know, she would rub that vape. Um, as I close it, I want to kind of get into it. Um, she would rub that vapor rub on your chest, and there's nothing like a mother's love. A mother's love would be strict guidance at times with a loving hand on your seat of do nothing. Mm -hmm. I mean, you should get, a, get, that, get that loving hand on that seat of do nothing. You know what I'm talking about, that do nothing? On that seat that y'all sitting on right now? Amen. <laughs> right now, you're not doing nothing. That's why it's called a seat of doing nothing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I never thought about that until my mom said that seat of do nothing. I'm like, why do you call it a seat of do nothing? Because when you sit down, you're doing nothing. Amen. Amen. Common sense. <laughs> sometimes I love, the, I love the sayings of mothers sometimes. We, sometimes you're looking at them, what are you talking about? <laughs> what does that mean even mean? We all know the seat that when, when we get in trouble, the first thing we holler. And that's another thing. When you, say, when you do get in trouble, the first thing you do, I didn't do nothing. Yes, you did. <laughs> you're sitting on that seat to do nothing. The bottom line is nothing like the love of a mother. Her love is like a warm blanket on cold nights. Love, mother, love your mother every chance you get. You only get one. A mother is a gift called a mother is a gift in this gift called life. Love her while you can, because once she's gone, it's too late to go back and say I'm sorry. Amen. I didn't mean it. Amen. I love you. Amen. All that. And the only time you get to say that is if you, if you make it to heaven. Yes. And I pray that everybody will get to do that. Because know that even though your mother's not with you, you will see her again if you live right. If you live right. I'm just being honest. You will see her again. And if you ain't living right, uh, you're catching the basement. <laughs> and it's hot down there. <laughs> yeah, so I want to be up there in heaven when I see mom and I can run over and hug her and, and say, Mom, I miss you. But then again, you know, we don't know what heaven will be like because we won't have all the worries that we have to have. Amen. We won't have to worry about that. We won't even, we may not even know that mom was gone when we get there. Because we won't have to be, there will be no more time. There'll be no pain. There'll be nothing but love. And the face and the sign, the, the sunshine. That's a real sunshine. And Jesus Christ shining on each and every one of us. Uh, so, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a love to, to, uh, there's, there's nothing like a mother's love. She's the one that gave you life. She's the one that carried you for those, what is it, nine, nine months? Or nine months. Nine months. And, and some of us are big babies. And, um, I got a daughter who's getting ready to make another grandfather, a great grandfather, uh, grandfather. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. We got grandkids and great grandkids. And, Lord have mercy, I feel, I feel young. <laughs> <laughs> you got great grandkids, excuse me. Uh, I feel young. <laughs> but a mother's love, they carry you for nine months and they deal with all this morning sickness and, and then, you know, the different meals. I can't see some of the things y'all be eating. 
pickles and peanut butter and you know, Kool-Aid and whatever, jelly. <laughs> Kool-Aid. <laughs> It's like having butter and no biscuits. <laughs> a mother love is everlasting, everything. I just want to say, you know, love your mother. Like I said, I didn't have much. I just want to share. I just want to, because my whole, my whole sermon was, like I said, I was talking to my heart about a mother's love. I just want to say, you know, I appreciate you mothers. I appreciate the mothers all over the world. Um, all the mothers. Um, Happy Mother's Day to each and every one of you. Um, you know, I was going to come from Proverbs 31 because I like this one. It says, honor her for all her hands have, what her hands have done, that her works bring her praise at the city gates. A mother's yes. love is always there for you. She's always working in the background. She's always there for you. Um, I remember my mom used to wake up and I'm going to bring up the, the young people you 412, get ready for their skit. Um, I got another video, we got a skit. Um, then we got another video, then we gotta give our ideas that we have for those mothers who are present with us today. Amen, amen. Um, a mother's love. You know, I hope something was, you know, I hope this would kind of remind you how, how how precious your mom is, and you, you know, sometimes you know, when they get on your nerves, it's like we get on their nerves. My mom, <laughs> my mom used to tell me sometimes she said, you know, when you do something, and she would say, "I hope you have kids just like you." Yes. Yes. <laughs> now I know what she means. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because you end up doing stuff, or you know, they would say something like. You know, you can't see the forest for the trees. I never did get there until now. Mm. That means you're standing too close. <laughs> yes. So, so mother's love. Her beauty is always coming from the inside. She shapes us. She nurses us. She's a, she'll take a home. She'll take a meal. She'll take a few substances and make a meal. She'll take a house and turn it into a home. Yeah. She'll, yep. take, she'll take things, and, you know, for love. She'll take them and turn it into love. Mothers can understand that. There's some things that we as men don't understand that. Um, come home, you know, it used to be, you think that the days new times, you know, you come home and a mom or mother will have a meal done. Today you come home, you, <laughs> you come home, oh, brothers, you better hear me. <laughs> you come home and tell me, where's my meal? I'm like, oh, did you cook it? <laughs> There's a McDonald's around the corner. <laughs> You know, but back then, days fathers would come home, and mother would be cooked up, she would prepare the children, and you know, things like that. But the days time, <laughs> <laughs> come home, you know, because you come home, and uh, the, I would say that my, my wife, she does cook for me. Amen. And then I cook for her, too. Amen. <laughs> but you know, because I knew, I, I knew if I was to come home, and you know how you come in, you look in the oven? <laughs> I see nothing there, we open the microwave, ain't nothing there. You look at the refrigerator, ain't nothing there. You turn around, what we have for dinner? What you bring? <laughs> <laughs> That's not what she said. I'm just saying. I'm just giving an example. <laughs> Good cover up on that one. A mother's love. Are we about ready? 412? Oh, yeah, I think we're about ready. Okay. 
Yeah. Uh, no, I'm gonna do that after. Uh, so I'm, while they get ready, I remember a mom, you know, a mom, a mother's loved one, you know, when they cook it for you, and you come in and you don't like what you what they cook for you. And I remember, now this is probably gonna blow some people out, but I remember my mom was cooking some some beans, some some lima beans, and she had a half a hog head in there. Oh, yeah. And I opened up the, you know, and that, that was something you could decide to sneak in there and do that, because you better not put your hand on a pot while you're cooking. I opened up the pot and saw they have a hog in there, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm not eating them just looking back at me. <laughs> He's looking at me, I'm looking at him. That's not going to happen. And she said, well, you won't find that to eat. Then the beans will big too. I'm like, oh, so I'm guessing. She said, well, then you ain't going to eat. Then I had to go upstairs without nothing to eat. Mm-hmm. After a while, you learn to eat. I still didn't eat that hog yet, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back so at So we're going to have uh, 412 come up and um, do I need to move this? Yeah. Okay. We're going to have 412 you come up and uh, bless us in a skit. So let me move out of his way. Can you just slide your pistol a little bit back? Okay. <laughs> 